of Dragon Con, the podcast that we got our eyes on you. And joining me, as always, is one who is questioning authority as well as questioning always. the existence of being. Lee. Yes. Always questioning. Always question. Question oh. everything. Yes. Actually, I actually have a t-shirt that says that. Question everything. Hi. Hey. I'm not, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not. I'm it's, not. It's, it's okay. Uh, by the time people hear this, it's like, you know, uh, 12 days out, 10 days out, something like We're that. We're good. We're, I'm Somewhere ready there. to go. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's getting it's awesome. getting crazy. Woo-hoo's. It's getting close. It's getting a little close. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little close. Uh, so everybody still remember, check your, check your flights, check uh, that you got everything you need. And then also that you know where that CVS is when you forget what you, when you can't find anything. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and check to see if uh if the Dragon app is updated. <laughs> Don't stop. Just okay. So already everybody's like, I'm checking, and everybody is doing the gifts of time to drink. And yep. so yeah, don't ask about the app. Just it will just be. Just assume up. it will be there. It will be there, and it will be before con. And you don't need to be skeptical about that because they've done it for the past four years that we've had it had this thing but you know this will be the sixth year actually this will be the sixth year okay it's been up before con for the past six years Mm -hmm. it'll be okay if you want to be skeptical about something be skeptical about ion trails or be skeptical about i don't don't not (laughs) climate change because climate change is real but john what should you be skeptical about i have i have a, a whole list of things but i can't possibly categorize them without someone here to help me well that is really good so we have someone this is derek and he is the track director for the skeptics track hi derek oh i doubt that but yeah um <laughs> I, I just had to be cheesy because you know james randy does that all the time so yeah, i learned it from him yes um yeah uh so all the people freak out but you know it, it's pretty much like clockwork every year it's always mm-hmm. Two to three days after our last director's meeting, which will happen this coming Sunday. Sunday, yep. So it'll uh, it start checking the app, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to happen. And just remember, even if it comes up next week, that's still a full more than week if it comes out. So just relax. It's going to be there. Just remember when you have to get those, you used to have to just get those pocket programs and lots of different color yeah, remember, highlighters. Remember when you didn't get your schedule until you got to con? Yeah. Remember that time? Come on. I remember when it was a big deal when they put the PDF out for people to download before they got to the con. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. It's dead. We're old. We've, we've seen it. So <laughs> come on. It's so much better. Hi, Derek. It's good to talk to you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. 
I'm yeah, not freaking out or anything. No, <laughs> it's just kind of it's, it's couple, just mm, I, you know, it's like only days before the con, and, and I'm going on a plane in a couple of days to go visit my mom to surprise her for her birthday. So, you know, I, I need that. I, I just need a vacation before Dragon Con, I guess. That, <laughs> like, and I'll be, and I am missing the last uh, director's meeting, which kind of worries me because I have no idea what's going on with the Sheridan. Um, we, we will, uh, there is a plan no matter what. We'll be I okay. know there's, there's a plan, but I hope, I hope, Mm-hmm. It's very bad for me to say this. I hope they're closed so they have to move registration to somewhere reasonable. <laughs> I'm not going there with you. Because I, I like it where it is. I hate where it is. Really? It's like, why would why are you making everybody in the convention walk to the one hotel you have to walk in the freaking heat for like a mile and a half? No, you don't. You can get from the Hyatt to the Sheraton, and there's only two, a block and a half that you have to be in the heat. Yeah, still that's a block and a half in the heat. You do have to oh, go. Th- you do have to go through a parking garage, but you know details. Hmm. <laughs> I know, I know the day ball. Y'all mean, are all. Oh yeah. So, oh, you mean so you mean taking the really long way when you're in, on setup day where you have no time. Well, yeah, I did. Yep. It's the only time I have to go outside. Really, is setup day. Cause, See, there you go. Yeah. Because once the Han starts, all my events are actually in the Hilton this year, so I don't even have to move my hotel. And there you go. So, so, yeah, where are you located? You are, as you just said, in the Hilton. Where I've always been, actually, since I became a director way yeah. back. Yeah, I've always stayed in the same hotel. And now mm-hmm. I have the entire, pretty much one side of the second floor of the Hilton. So mm-hmm. we've grown to the point where I can't grow anymore other than giving me a large ballroom, which my AV guy would love, but I don't want to have to fill that room. No. So I'm, I'm good yeah. with my whole side of the Hilton, which yeah. we pretty much are 80 to 110% full all the time so yeah you, you managed you managed somehow to to kick out the science track and and the podcasting track and all sorts yeah. of other well, tracks no, they from just over there moved them across they just well, yeah and, across well, the big circle yeah and then the space in the science tracks ended up getting a much better location uh same floor just across mm-hmm. to the other wing like mm-hmm. okay so if you get yeah. from the marriott to the hilton on the sky bridge the skeptic track is directly to your right when you come off the sky bridge mm-hmm. and the uh, podcast, no, not podcasting, uh, the space and science is directly to the left. You just go right. left or right. Um, they moved podcasting to the basement, which is now all glorious renovated, which is really nice now. Yeah, it That's is nice. Our, it, yeah, it, where the Star yeah. Trek track is. Yeah, it yeah. is, except for when the air conditioning stops working and then it's horrible. Hey, look, <laughs> hey, we passed two years. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. It's been great. So, don't 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 borrow trouble, please. I, ha- I had a, 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 I haven't had a, had a, a another hurricane in my track room yeah, for that's good, the yeah. past two years. Although yeah. for, for yeah. eight eight to ten years before that, every mm-hmm. year the back of my track room always became a flood, but not the past couple of years. So oh wow, okay. We should point out something too. The okay. podcast track, by the way, if you're looking for it, is now called the digital media track. Right. So, yeah, I, yeah, I find that funny that they decided to rename it when now that like everybody in the world actually knows what a podcast is. <laughs> well, we have to wait. Now we got to confuse everybody with a new track title. Yeah. So, like, now everybody knows what it is, so let's change the name. <laughs> I don't understand. I didn't okay. ask about that, but I said, okay. I was the original director, but you know, it, it's not my baby anymore, so yeah. I guess I yeah. have no I have no say in that. Well, so <laughs> now how many years has the Skeptics track been going on? Because I uh, was thinking it's like at, almost at 15? Yeah, we started in 2008. 2008. 
So eleven so years. So eleven. Eleven years. Wow! Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, last you year are... was our. Um, okay, go ahead. So, so what is the skeptic strike? Since we haven't really covered that just yet. Oh, that's true. Oops. Yeah. Seven minutes okay. In. Well, there's a skeptics are kind of like I guess misunderstood by many people. Mm-hmm. So, really, what the skeptics are is we're if you're really going to be broad, we're kind of like science cheerleaders in mm. a way. But really That's what we are doing. is we are the the side of science that is on the public uh, protection side. Because scientists don't care about that. As, I mean, they do, but they don't have time for it. Um, so <laughs> They usually have other people than just the scientists watching out for that part. So, yeah, but, yeah. But, but it's hard for them to do that because they yeah. have a job. So yep. you have things like, okay, perfect example, climate change, right? So all mm-hmm. the scientists know everything about this. If you got one-on-one with them, they would explain it to you, and you have no doubt in your mind that was real. But do they have time for this? They don't. Yeah. I mean, I, there are people in my industry even. I, they, I, I work in water, wastewater, you know, and every freaks out about Florida all the time. And, like, my people at my office, if you talk to them one-on-one, they'll, like, tell you, you realize that the, – that, Florida, it's already like not in the water system anyway. We, in fact, many locations we have to take it away to make it the right level. So some places you have to add it. Sometimes you take it away. It's not some weird conspiracy thing, but they don't have time to talk about that, so they don't. Nope. So, there you go. so the 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 weird rumors and conspiracy conspiracy theories they they go rampant. So skeptics are kind of like the uh, the folks who kind of try to cheerlead the science and also it got its original roots and um, consumer protection of things mm-hmm. like, you know, people spending lots of money on psychics who don't do anything because there's never been one to be found that does anything more than a normal human um, or people that get freaked out about something like vaccines that they don't oh. cause autism, but yet oh. kids are now dying because now they're getting the disease diseases that we've gotten rid of. And now they're propping up again because people would rather listen to Jenny McCarthy than the guy who, you know, actually is your doctor. Yeah. So, and, and wrote and, and yeah, peer reviewed and all yeah. of those lovely things that we like and, in science. And, and, and so nobody, yeah, so the public doesn't really understand. Like the guy who started the rumor that vaccines caused autism, mm-hmm. he's in prison because he he, he did yes. that. He he yes. did that he because yeah. he did this because he wanted to start that rumor to sell his version of the same vaccine. So he was trying to make everybody scared of the mainstream one, so they would switch to his. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. He's and been, so, he's lost his medical license. Yeah. He's yeah. no longer able to be, well, I mean, as, right now he's in jail, right? Yeah. yeah. So. He's in prison, yeah. 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 So people don't know that. So that's mm-hmm. the kind, that's the side that like the skeptics, they do that kind of thing. Or they, right. they help, they help people not be afraid of things that just don't exist, like ghosts or poltergeists or stuff like that. You can, you can actually investigate every, Person, I know several people who actually, for a living, do real ghost hunting. It doesn't involve real EM, EMF readers. That's all can BS because we don't. We've never actually found a ghost, so you can't detect one because we can't. We've never found one. Um, but these people actually go and they actually do real ghost hunting, and they try to find what what's going on. 
these people have never once not been able to figure out what is actually causing the paranormal activity. It's always something real. Um, it's basically the original version of Scooby-Doo was actually written by a big skeptic. And if you think about that old Scooby-Doo, not oh, the it movie. makes perfect sense. Yeah. It, it was yeah. a skeptical show on purpose because that guy didn't was like that. So he created that movie to that, that show to show kids that, you know, these monsters actually aren't yours. Don't, don't be afraid of this stuff. It's not real. It's always a guy in a mask, or although, somebody did something weird. So, although, in yeah. a lot of ways, the uh, the old man, old man uh, Brown, is a lot scary, more scary than the uh, the monster yeah. that he's portraying. Because <laughs> well, yeah, why I, is he doing that? <laughs> yes. yeah, trust me, humans are monsters enough. <laughs> yeah. We don't need anything else. <laughs> we don't need any help to any part of that. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah, you know, we have our Paul Potts and our Hitlers, and we have we we have plenty of humans that can do. The word, the most awful things in the world. We don't need a monster to, to, to do that part no, for us. <laughs> unfortunately, no, we don't. So now, what are some things? Now, one of the big things about you, you do something a lot of tracks don't. I don't know of another track that does what you do with your AV. So, what is your AV setup, and how how did that come about? Okay, so yeah, that's like probably the thing that most people notice the most when they walk into my track room. So my uh, my one of my people on my I mean, they're not staff anymore. See, I hate that volunteers. I I I, I keep volunteers. calling them staff. V- volunteers, but yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's frustrating. I, um, yeah, I try my crew. Best. Can we say crew? Crew, okay, my crew. Um, I like that. That's good. Uh, so one of my guys, um, his my charge of all my AV. He actually owns a production company. He does stuff for like Walking Dead. All the people who does stuff around here, all the filming. He's involved with all that. So he owns a company. He does this for a living. He pr- puts on AV setups for like big things. Um, so one day when he was like, if you have any open slots on your team, I would love to like come in here and like deal with all of your AV. I said, okay. And <laughs> uh, I didn't I do know what I was getting sure. into. Um, <laughs> And um, every year he makes it a little bigger, which I think is amazing. Um, so now, yeah, we have like a Drumatron TV in the back of the room. We've got he invent. He's also an inventor of stuff that he then sells to AV companies. Mm. Um, so like, if you go to my track room and look at the giant switching board that he has, like he takes like more than half of my uh, volunteer staff is all his people. Because it oh, takes wow. like, that many people. I, I, w- I would be able to fill two more empty slots with people that he needs to do what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll go to the... And he invented stuff to put some of those people off of what they used to do so they can do something different. So, you know, he's that kind of guy. So if you go to my track room, you'll see this a giant... It looks like a like one of those things in the movies or TV where you see people in the production room it's got joysticks and so I mean the whole thing is crazy. And so he now is uh everything all the cameras on my on the track we do a four camera shoot. We used to have like a, a cameraman, like we had four camera people. Mm-hmm. Uh that's all gone because he is uh he invented four robotic cameras now. So everything is robotic now. Oh, so you don't wow. even, you don't even see yeah. the cameras because they're they're super HD uh 8K cameras but you don't notice them because they're tiny and they're 
uh, robotic, so he can move them around, and you don't they're on little tracks, so you don't even see them. <laughs> so can you just is it not just amazing how tiny cameras are now? Oh, I know. I, well, I mean, just amazing. Yes. I mean, there's like 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 Steven Stutterberg uses iPhones to film his movies. Yes. Now. Yeah, it's just I amazing. Mean, and I didn't mean to jump into that, but I was just like, is that not? You just start thinking about it. Like they used to be these big bulky things. Uh, yeah, and they were crap yeah. resolution, and now yeah. It's 8K and it's in your pocket. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. absolutely. So, so, so yeah, sorry. We, we, but, yeah. we filmed the entire thing and we record everything. Um, we have all the way back to like 2000, I think 10 on our website skeptrack.org. If you go to video.skeptrack.org, you can see all of our video. And what's happening this year? Um, mm-hmm. They're kind of using my our track, my track for a a test. Uh, with the uh, the new streaming system for Ooh. Dragon Con. So you can buy the... People have heard they can buy a streaming package so they can go back and watch things they missed or they can watch some things, you know, shortly after they happened. But my track is actually going to be one of the tests for their thing they want to offer in a year or two, which is you can then buy as much stuff as they can get to be live streaming excellent so well, and entire, that's really cool i love that yeah. yeah so this year my entire track everything in my track room will be uh live streamed so and that's this year is going to be free it's kind of the, the the drug dealer model yeah so this year <laughs> first one's free yeah yeah so this year it'll be free and then next year is probably going to cost money because you know once they work out the kinks with you know four days of the content for my track then the guys at the dragon on tv side they'll had to figure out, you know, then how can we do this with uh, other tracks? So, and yeah, we haven't even mentioned that there is Dragon Con, uh, the Dragon Con membership, uh, for streaming, streaming. you can buy that as well. Yeah, it's only $30. Membership, and I will look it up. It's how much, John? $30. I just 30. looked it up because, you know, because my, my family will be, uh, will be here, and, yeah. um, I know that they, they would like to see some of the, the stuff that's going on at Dragon Con. So, um, yeah, very cool. So I'm gonna purchase yeah, that. So, one. Yep. so I, I guess I'm gonna end up having a uh, Skeptic Track uh, channel, maybe mm-hmm. even so people in there they can watch us on like their hotel TVs. I assume I don't know how it's gonna work. Who knows? I know yeah, we, we did all the. We just yesterday we did all the behind the scenes backhaul video test feed and all that. Um, so we know we can live stream to Vimeo off of the setup that my AV guy does. So now the only thing we have to make sure we get is the actual um, Ethernet cable to plug into the system <laughs> because last year uh, Rachel was and an Pat issue. Yeah, right. uh, DragonCon paid the Hilton to have our uh, we were going to do this. We were actually going to do this last year too, but the, what happened is the Hilton dropped the ball and um, well, they, they, we paid, the DragonCon paid the Hilton to give us this giant pipe to have unlimited data during the con so we could stream everything and they never actually gave us the the <laughs> the, the, the wire to plug in and, and three or four people from the hilton actually came it's like i heard you had a problem so what can i do to help it's like um my av guy's like all i need is the cable and where and and to, so i can plug it in and it's like oh i'll get that and by sunday sunday uh around six o'clock in the evening they finally came, yeah. and it was like their main IT guys. Like, okay, I got you all set up. And Mark's like, it doesn't matter now. 
Just don't yeah, worry not about on it. Sunday. Yeah. Don't, don't give me that cable and all that stuff now because I'm going to have to remember you. I got it. So just walk away. <laughs> yeah. Which ha- sometimes things happen, but that's why we try them out the next year too. So yay. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully as long as the Hilton gives us our stuff, because we try to set everything up on, you know, Thursday. So we're hoping they'll have it all working on Thursday so we can, you know, run some tests on it. And so starting Friday morning, everything will be uh, as Ready close to, to working. Okay. Cause you know, there's always so much weird stuff that happens on Friday, especially with mm-hmm. our, the setup in my room, the, you know, there's always something. <laughs> yeah. Right. There is, and and yeah. now last year I'm going to do what I did. I'm going to do this year, what I did last year to keep out the heat. Because the one thing they did the Hilton, which is the dumbest thing in the world, when they did the remodel, they put thin black coverings in the windows from our old thick white backed insulated mm-hmm. doesn't make mm-hmm. the room hot. Oops. So now yeah. we basically we just cook in our rooms now. So oh, no. last year I was like, I'm done with this. I actually went online and I ordered a an industrial roll. It's a it was a uh, 18 foot wide roll a thick aluminum foil and i aluminum foiled shiny side out every single room window in my entire drag room so it went from being unbearably warm to last year everybody's complaining it was cold because the air conditioning was able to work (laughs) Mm. yeah but that was also that also kept the the cia from spying on you as well right yeah, people mentioned that. That yeah, but and also because we had this a giant roll of aluminum foil. You <laughs> yes, I know people had to make a bunch of tinfoil tin hats. hats, and yeah, so we have many course. pictures of like my audience with a lot of tinfoil hats because they we kind of. I was like, you know, we have this giant roll of this stuff, so we just let people have fun with it, but. I always get confused yeah. at what irony is, but I believe that is the definition of irony. It, it was. Possibly, yeah. Uh, that was totally the, irony have all the, one. All the... But yeah, so that that works so well that I have to do it again because I went from like every year having to, you know, call the Hilton and say, you know, we still are like, you know, 84 degrees in here. Can you come we're help? We're still dying. Come help. Come help. So, yeah. and, then, and then when I have big events where we're stand rooming only, and mm-hmm. it wasn't like that. We got like so hot, and then it would always make the air conditionings work too hard, and then they would leak, and then we'd have a rain shower by, you know, Saturday night or Sunday morning. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And those are bad. Those are bad. Yeah. So, what so. kind of um, what kind of programming? What what panels are you going to be running this year? What are some of the highlights? Well, we have our normal, you know, kick off like skeptical stuff. Um, we have a couple new people this year. Um, awesome. We have. I'm really excited because I've never met her, but everybody tells me she's amazing. I'm actually doing a on stage interview with her, um, Bailey Harris. She uh, she has a she's a New York Times bestselling author, and it's all a science book. And she wrote it when she was nine years old. Oh, really? oh my! And she's like twelve now. Oh but, whoa! Really? What? Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's coming. Um, awesome! I know, and, and her whole family is coming. They're all excited about it. Awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you would hope that with the twelve-year-old, some more people would be coming. So that is really good. Yes. Yeah. So that's obviously you know, we, hey, we have some kids programming, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um and then we have uh, uh, some of our normal people, like the skeptics guy of the universe. They always make our room way too crowded. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think. We got a couple. Oh, 
from a, a person that was a big hit last year, uh, Bob Nygaard, who is actually one of the only actual police law enforcement people who actually does try to put uh, the fake psychics in jail because they're all con people. It's like once people don't understand, it's like it's not only because, you know, psychic powers don't exist and I'm just being a footy daddy, but if they weren't, if they didn't wrap it in the mystique, it would be exactly the same as some dirty con grifter that did the same thing to you. They're just stealing your money. And there's a lot of these people that they do. They just, and they always, it's always like, oh, we come back in next week and I'll think on this and read the cards again. And they never let these people stop giving them more money. Um, And this guy has busted many of these so-called psychics. And he actually had busted, uh, what's her name? The long on medium girl a couple times before she came famous. Um, Because what happens is like, there's people that he gets hired by people who've gotten grifted out of many thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. And some of these people are very smart people. You'd be amazed by his stories. And he tries to get the money back if he can. Usually by then these people who spent the money or it's protected somehow, but he tries to get these people and put them in jail. Um, So he'll be back to with a little more, some more of his, stories because he's put a few more in prison since last he was a dragon gun um uh also we have uh, matt dylan honey this year um we, i wanted to try to get him there for a while he is a he actually has a uh a tv show that's in texas and it's an all it is a athena ask an atheist um, oh wow and, and okay. the and the and the deep southern regions of Texas, you can imagine, right? Um, but yeah, so he's actually, and he's also a mentalist. He's a big time, like, mentalist magician, magician per, per, type person. And I always have a couple nights where we have um, uh, illusion and, and magic. So we have a big magic show this year. We've got uh, Kurt Anderson, who actually holds the world's record, record for the fastest uh, disappearance in the round of an automobile. Mm. Um, it was actually really expensive too. It was like some Ferrari thing. It was crazy. I've actually seen the video. It's like I don't. It was on a f- in a field on dirt. I have no idea how this guy does what he does. Um, I know a lot about illusion, but some of the stuff that he does, I'm like, what did he just do? Um, how did that do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, a few years back, he actually did the bullet bullet catch. Oh really? Oh, that was fun. Yeah, the the cops and somebody from the city. And the manager of the Hilton all had to like sign a bunch of paperwork and look at everything and all his equipment. And he had to go into some private area to like explain, like, oh wait, he did it at DragonCon. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was I, cool. I, no, bro, well, that one would scare me too. Okay. Uh, but wow. I, I know how I know how the trick is done. Mm-hmm. So he had yeah. to like, without giving it away to even the people, he had to like convince that it wasn't that dangerous. Right. He's like, look, nobody's gonna get hurt. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all, it's all magic. It's all, you know, sight to hand. This and is illusion. magic. This is magic. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so he had to like kind of show them enough to make them, you know, um, accepting. And they, it's this whole procedure in a closed room where they had to sign all sorts of paperwork that said if anything happens to this or that or, yeah, it was kind of crazy. But yeah, so it was just normal. I mean. 
I mean, it's like, well, Jack's, Jack is uh, catches kind of just a normal trick, but you know, for people to understand how, you know, sleight of hand and illusion works, it's, it it, it 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 they do a good job of making it feel like oh my god you might die. <laughs> well now, and you were saying this too is a lot of your time. Oh no, that's something else. I'm sorry. So keep uh, going. I'm sorry, magician. Uh, so yep. that Oops. we do magicians, and then almost every year at night, um, all of our night, um, uh, content is usually a stand up comedy. Um, and for the past eight, maybe ten or so years, I've had, um, uh. Ian Harris and uh, Leanne Lord have, have been on my track for their big comedians. I've had other comedians too, and they always come too. But I mean, those two have been like kind of my main staples. And uh, this year, DragonCon kind of bumped them up rather than just being guests. They're now main uh, performers for DragonCon. So they actually have like a big ballroom event. I think it's on Friday or Saturday. Um, so they're doing, I will big, see if I can find that to you. What, what is their name? Just one of them. Uh, Leanne Lord or Ian Harris. I think it's okay. on Friday at like eight or nine. I forget. I'm, I'm looking. Oh, uh, Ian Harris currently planned Friday grand ballroom, uh, yeah, at a, 10 PM. Okay. And there's a reason for it at 10 PM folks. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's it's it's kind of crazy. So that's kind of cool because you know when you had like people in my track room that were just you know normal guests and you know all this year and both of them are like huge. They never been to DragonCon until they came to my track and and now they're both like you know crazy DragonCon fan, fanatics. Yes. Um, so no, they were so excited. I found out from them before anybody else. They they both like put in their applications. Like, do you know what just happened? <laughs> what are this? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's so they're really good. excited. They're really, really excited about that. Um, and they've always been in the parade and everything, you know, because mm-hmm. I have well, uh, we have a giant uh, skeptic track uh, parade, parade parade entry every mm-hmm. year, and that's all handled by another one of my guests. Who this third year of me running the track, um, uh, Margaret Downey, she came up to me and was like, "You know, there's a parade." As a guy, I said, "Everybody in, in the country knows there's a Dragon Parade." Yeah. yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, but." I was I've been to it for like again this year, but there's no like skeptics in it. It's like okay, yeah. So why not? It's like I was like, you see all the stuff I'm doing in this room. I don't have time for that. She said. So if I do something, could could you just introduce me to the person and have to know, and then I will put it everything together for you? I said, sure. And um, Margaret Walk Downey, with me. we will find Jan right now. Yeah, we did right away. And uh, and uh, Margaret Downey, not only is she a guest on my track all the year, every year, she's also you know a feminist and an activist and all that. Um, what I didn't know until that moment that what she actually used to do for a living was um, cops, costume design for movies and TV. Oh, um, wow. So every year, the people that want to in become be in the parade for the skeptic track. And she's like, look, you don't have to do anything. You just have to agree. I said, I will get your man measurements. I will figure out your costume. You don't have to do anything. You just come here. I will give you your costume on Friday. And then you you're fine. So like, and the, she does and everything. The skeptics, group is, the skeptics group has gotten bigger every year. And last year um, last John year and I like, are you. So, yeah. No, I'm yeah, sorry. Last yeah. year we were, we were like third in the We were like right in the front. Yeah. I was yeah. kind of shocked. Usually, at the beginning, we were just in the middle, like just lounging around. But they put us pretty 
far in the front. And I think is because Margaret makes sure that all the people that march in her group, mm-hmm. they call it her group, even though she always says, it's, you know, my group is like, I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> not mine. Not mine. Not it. Not mine. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Um, but uh, she makes sure that all the people that march actually interact with all the kids. Oh, very cool. So, so they cut the uh, people will peel off in from her marching group and like talk to the kids and give them things to do. And yeah, so I think that's one of the reasons why, because, you know, because people start to following the the little skeptic group because the kids want to like, you know, hang out with whoever's talking to them at the time. Yeah. yeah so it becomes the a thing. Cause it, me, oh, I'm sorry. No, you keep yeah. going. It becomes a thing. Yeah. Well, you know, Margaret said that the reason why she wanted to do it is to use it as a outreach for telling people, kids more mm-hmm. about how to think critical, critically and, you know, not be duped by, you know, scam artists and things like that. So, yeah. So I don't know what her uh, theme every year. She does a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what's going to be this year. A couple years ago, it was all, um, I felt there's only a f- couple guys. That year, she had to, like, shun guys because it was all about um, uh, women scientists that people didn't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was all, you know, suffragette, for suffragettes because a lot of them are actually scientists um, or scientists that people didn't know or realize. Um, mm-hmm. So that year was all, like, you know, women. Um, last year, um, I, it was all classic, like people from history, like Plato and, you know, Aristotle and all these people from the past that were, you know, skeptics and scientists. Uh, so I don't know what it's going to be this year. Every year there's some weird theme. So, uh, the Absolutely. one I like the moments one year was just all the stuff that doesn't exist. Like there's Yetis and Bigfoots and ghosts and things. So you never know what it's going to be. I don't, I don't She doesn't. I find out usually on the third on the Thursday when she comes to my track room and we're setting up and she stores all the costumes. So yeah, I like come, that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. So we do. Yeah, so we got our fingers in almost everything now. We got like the parade and the we late night comedy and now we actually have like a main ballroom thing going on. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. And so yeah, we're uh, we keep we keep we have we're putting we're, we keep getting our tentacles out into the world and. Mark, my AV guy, keeps saying, "Well, it's going to happen when they come to me and say, can you help me with DragonCon TV?'" I said, "I say, I say, no, you, they can't have Mark. You can't my have track, him. Yeah, track is only what it is because Mark and all his AV and toys. I mean, he even invented, and now he sells it, uh, the Magic Mike, which you know, obviously, he named it that for the good reason. Um, but because uh, he got frustrated with, he hates when people touch the microphone when they go up for QA. Because mm-hmm. it makes all that noise, so he invented this microphone that that does facial recognition. So when oh, wow. people walk up to the mic, there's a big sign that says "Don't touch the mic." Um, and you walk up to it, and then it adjust and automatically adjusts to like right where your mouth is. <gasps> yeah, so you don't have Lee to like, would like that. Lee would like that a lot because no mics are ever where they should. Do be they around. go down that low though? Oh yeah! No, oh, oh, okay. oh, stop, <laughs> no, 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 John. No. All right, I'm gonna kick you in the shins again. Now you got yeah. ah. We, we've had we, we've had like little kids, like seven, eight year old kids, really? come to like ask a question. Actually, and it's it's not rare because the very first person who ever asked a question on the skeptic track is a uh, now is a is the kid of who is now my second in charge, my assistant director, Angie Mackey. But at the time, I didn't know Angie. But the very first 
person who asked a question on my track was one of her kids, Wolf, at the time. Awesome. He was like he was like nine years old, and his his question was perfect. It was like it sounded like a question that most of the adults probably wouldn't even thought of. Um, but so and now I, now he's you know in college, so I'm old. Um, <laughs> yeah, we all are. We all are. I like that too because again, as we always say, we're raising the next generation of geeks. Yeah. And nerds and all of those people. So that's always yeah. good. Yay. So we have the video of like when Wolf, he was like this little tiny kid. And, you know, now he's out of the house and has life and is in college and all that craziness. So I was like, wow, do I feel oh, old? Or yeah. Do I, do, do I feel old? And, and now the person who was his mom that I didn't really know is now mm-hmm. my second in charge. So there you, yeah. there you go. You never know what's going to happen. Sunrise, sunset. Oh, no. Oh, we got him singing. Okay. Now, also, um, just for, because we talked about charity, the Atlanta American Heart Association. So excited to be supporting them. Um, I know you got too many things going on. I'm be- I know you're not doing anything st- are you? What I mean, you're doing something for charity, but you've got yeah. so much going on that this is a we'll take your dollars, right? How do you oh, do yeah. that? Well, I think I told you when we were talking before we started recording. Um, Which we never do, folks. No, I'm, yeah. I'm coming up with this all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So every year at the end of the con, I'm like, oh, next year I have to like come up with like an event or something the fancy to do with the charity because I always want to. And, and then it's around now. Every year, mm-hmm. where I'm like, "Oh crap!" I, I, I was this so busy. This is what I forgot. Oops. Everything else, right? Those are there's a thousand other things I wanted to do that didn't make it either. Um, and so, yeah. So every year, because I have all the AV stuff, you know, I usually I have a big announcer voice guy. He's actually one of the guys who actually does the movie voice overs for like movie trailers. He's a friend of mine. He actually does some voiceovers for my track. Uh, hmm. So usually he does some bumpers that we tell people, hey, by the way, we have these cans in the back of the wind room, and we have some slides that play in between um, the actual events. But I always want because, I mean, there's some of the other tracks I always get jealous of that actually do some, like, cool events for the charity, which I always for I just it come on that. It's usually around this time of year where I'm like, Oh crap! I forgot about that again. <laughs> well, like, it sneaks in. It does. You know, all of the all of this kind of sneaks in, and it's kind of like, okay, wow, how did that happen? I knew it was like, coming. I've been planning for it for a very long time. I know. It's like, or like, is it like uh, the Stargate track always has like crazy? Oh yeah, they do cool they, stuff they, for the charity. Yeah. You know, they do. Didn't then the the director who now has moved all over wasn't the director of the Stargate track became like the church director for a while or something he was for a while yeah um and you know stargate started it i think i think they were one that kind of got this idea that we have a big opportunity here to help some charities yeah and so that's just a wonderful thing to do and yes guys those one dollar bills those i got a lot of change in my pocket going jingling-a-ling just we like it and that's good things because it all goes to charity and we like to match dollar for dollar up to a hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, like one of my voiceover guys things that gets played now and then in between events. So it says, you know, we know we wants all that jingly jangly change and messing mm-hmm. with your oh so fancy cosplay. Mm. There you go. That's right. It <laughs> just makes it noise. Bucket. You don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah just no. drop it in those buckets. Then it's, it's out of your way. 
Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Perfect. <laughs> so, John, your turn now. Uh, well, I, need, I mean, I need ready for turn. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we've we've talked about. Have we mentioned uh all of the main guests that you have this this season this year this con? Uh, have we covered all that? I, I, I think so. Think. I think. Yeah. I got that. We got the, we covered that. Okay. So, um, let's then again, remind people where they can find, uh, more information on your track as well as where they can find you physically at, uh, DragonCon. Um, okay. So online you can go to skeptrack.org or skeptics.dragoncon.org. Mm-hmm. Um, to find my track, we're pretty easy to find, which is kind of nice. Uh, if you're, in the Hilton, on the second floor, right next to the Skybridge, so right there mm-hmm. to the left. Um, if you're if you're in the Marriott, just take the Skybridge to the Hilton, and then when you call when you come into the Hilton, just look to the right because we have the giant banners and everything, and it says the Skeptic Track is here. Um, so we're easy to find. Very good, cool. Awesome. So this is the part of the program where I uh, ask you to give me a number between one and twenty. Me. Yes. Yes. Two. Two. One, two. Okay. Well, that was easy enough. All right. So you get movie trivia. That's what you're getting. Uh, On this deck of cards, this particular deck of trivia cards, there are four uh, questions. So I'll roll because I still can't find that stupid four-sided die that fell. uh, I cannot believe you still can't find it. uh, I'm Uh, surprised I I haven't stepped on it yet because it fell somewhere in this office. And it's not like the floor is covered or anything. Yeah, I still can't find it. A four-sided Ooh. die? Yeah. Yeah, the, the little pyramid. Are, yeah. Well, okay, so obviously you're enough of a role-playing geek. Why don't you have a nice eight-sided die then and just use it that divide way? by two? Yeah. yeah. Because that would that would, that would would also be mean that I had the bag of dice here in the room, and I don't, which I've already gotten chastised for on another podcast that I'm supposed to have that at the ready at all times. But I am going to roll a six-sided die. Um, okay. And if I get a five or a six, you get to pick which number between one and four. Um, okay. We'll play to five. It will, you'll be playing against Lee here. So Woo-hoo. we'll start with you, uh, Derek. Me? Yep. Derek, yeah. And um, and I rolled a one, which is comedy and cartoons. All right. Who runs for school president in Napoleon Dynamite? Like, oh, geez. Yeah. Well, isn't it, it, wasn't it Napoleon Dynamite? Uh, it was not Napoleon Dynamite. Um uh-huh. Vote it for was, Pedro. It was Pedro. Oh, you're right. Yes, Pedro. that was it. Right, I didn't. Like, I've never even seen that movie. I've just seen the T-shirt. It's not. It's one of those movies that I don't. I have many of these in my life, where lots of people love the movie, and I was like, I watched it, and I was like, I I don't understand why we love this thing that much. So I didn't. You know, <laughs> it didn't retain with me. There's a lot of those. Like, uh, what's the uh, the other one? Uh, oh crap. Uh. Um, forget. There's like several of those old, even like some TV shows. Like, I just like I didn't like. You don't get it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, way with, like, not I'm that way with Doctor Who. I don't. I don't get it. But a lot of people are like that. I understand. I can understand why. But there, cause, but there's a lot of baggage to that show. It's like it depends on which season you watch, which mm-hmm. set of seasons you watch too. Mm-hmm. That is true. All right, Lee. This question's for you. I rolled a two, which is action and adventure. Who Ooh. plays Goose's wife in Top Gun? Oh Jesus! Uh, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan is correct. All right, three. Because it was music. one of her early roles. Roles. That's how I knew it. Okay. I would have forgotten that. Uh, 
musical. You're, 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 you know, you're, you're asking trivia to a guy who has a, a whole section of his memory gone. I'm sorry about hey. that, but <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. Nothing. So. <laughs> You'll do fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. Um, let's see. Uh, all right. Uh, I rolled a th- three for you, which is a music and uh, drama. Uh, musicals okay. and drama. Who directed It's a Wonderful Life? The director? Yes. Sorry. You gotta be kidding me. Um, I know I've, I've seen the movie many, many times and the thing you're gonna ask me is who directed it. <laughs> Sorry. And I guarantee you I know the name. I just, oh, you, I do. Just you, don't... Do. you do. And I yeah. cannot figure out a way to hint it to you. I'm sitting yeah. here. I... Oh. I, I was gonna lose, so uh, Go ahead, Lee, because you, you're going to get Frank, this. I can't remember it either now. Uh, now it's Frank I was trying Cap- to think of it. Frank Capra. Frank Capra. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Frank I, Capra. I, would, I would have not. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how can I, how can I, how can I guess, how can I, yeah. Because I'll give people hints. I, I'm good with that. Okay, John, go. Uh, you got horror and sci-fi. Oh, Unfortunately, you got the horror side, I think. Um okay. Who you plays said horror, not horror, right? Yes, I said yes, horror. Yes. I, I, horror, I, horror. I need to remember to pronounce yeah. that word. So, so it's not going to be like a, well, it's not going to be like pretty woman, right? That's something <laughs> yeah. different. Hopefully not. Okay. I just did spit take. Okay. Um, <clears throat> who mm-hmm. plays reporter John Klein in the Mothman prophecies? Oh, Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Wow, you knew that. Wow. I have no idea how I know. Th- yes, I have. Yeah, my memory is not great right now because, as you know, I can't type the right time on things. But useless things like Richard Gere was in the Mothman process- prophecies. That's what my brain is holding. That's just not great. Okay. Can, I, can I? Can I? Can I introduce? Interject a cool mm-hmm. skeptic track bit of trivia about the Mothman. Please? Sure. Yeah. So here's what's really funny. Um, so. The Mothman was actually created whole cloth by James Randi and one of his friends when James Randi was also doing um, astrology, astrology write-ups for all the, the newspapers in New York City. And he did he created the whole concept of Mothman on purpose to see how far he can spread a completely nonsensical stupid idea that's this whole he actually said that on my track last year even he taught he likes to talk about it it's like so they just came up with this whole idea because it's so stupid and people still somehow is still hanging around Mm -hmm. it was completely just made up just to see how far you can spread a stupid rumor wow well yeah that's how most that's that's how most stupid things start right yeah i mean (laughs) i forget who it was it's um it was him and oh, it was a pretty famous um, author that's very, oh, really well known by geeks. Why am I forgetting the dude's name? But yeah, it was another guy. Who was a writer. Oh, he does comic books. Uh, Garth Ennis. Oh, crap. Hmm. Ennis. I was just taking no. a guess out of the. No, but yeah. So yeah, they did actually the him and this other big uh, writer. They just thought was so stupid that people like thought about dumb you know mm-hmm. ideas about aliens and stuff so they just so you know what we can just create some crap because they got on the topic of scientology at the time mm. and uh i was like yeah so let's make up some let's let's make up our own thing so, so let's come up with something really stupid so they thought 
this Mothman thing. This has got to be dumb. Nobody's going to actually believe this shit. Well, okay. We have movies about it now. Yep. There you <laughs> So, yeah. So that's my skeptical moment about the Mothman. There you go. I like that. Okay. Uh, okay. You got, yeah. horror, you got horror and sci-fi as well. Uh, well, this one, this one should should be easy. Uh, what ice planet does Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strike Back Strikes Back begin on? I'm such a so my favorite movie of all time, mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back, because you know I I love Hoth. Um, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> we got the answer. So yeah, yeah. you love Hoth. Yeah, no, it's actually every it's my favorite movie of all time because I love the fact that you know the heroes lose. I, I yeah. like it. Yeah. I actually, I also love, uh, yeah, it's my favorite of all of them so far. Well, of those three, it's my favorite. Those, okay. Of those three, yeah. I of rolled a three. six for you, Lee. So that means you get to pick one through four. One. Okay. That what wasn't form- horror, right? <laughs> no, one is comedy and cartoons. Oh, uh, goody. Oh, what, that's new. This is actually easy. Uh, what form does Gozer take in Ivan Reitman's Ghostbusters? <sighs> I guess we got to clarify. Oh, it took. Uh, uh, it it. Uh, well, it's well, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man is yes, the one where you they selected. Yes, okay. Yes. I was about to go. Well, yeah, not because it was a woman at first, and then yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I rolled a five for you, so you get to pick, Dirk. Let's go with four. Four horror and sci-fi. Um, what was Hannibal Lecter's profession before he got caught? You know, it wasn't just like eating people like barbecue. No, no. he was. He actually worked at Sonny's. Sonny's barbecue. <laughs> he oh, had his stop. own version. He, he had his own version of it. Now um, we're all going to hear that again. This, wasn't he? Uh, um, he wasn't a psychologist, was he? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, so. technically, he was a psychiatrist, but but that was it. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That, yeah. yeah. Whenever I go to my therapist, I always confuse the two terms. Anyway. Um, yeah. All right, I rolled a a a road ro- ro- road. I rode. I rode rolled a four. Uh, horror and sci-fi. Uh, Twelve Monkeys was directed by what British director? Terry Gillum. That's correct. Uh, uh, one of here. the the Monty Python. Guys. Monty Python. Yeah. Uh, I one rolled of my favorite a, movies too. Yeah. I rolled a six Good for movie. you, uh, Derek. Which number do you want? Let's go with four. I forget what that one is. A uh, horror and sci-fi. Again? Okay, yes. never mind. It's always yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, what is the name of the clown in the movie It? Pennywise. Pennywise. That's correct. Yes. Terrifying, terrifying clown. Right. Oh, the, the the actor they got for the new ones is great. So. Oh, he's great too. Yeah, they're both. I actually, I was like, I can't believe they're going to get anybody other than Tim Curry, and then I they know. got that, and I'm like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Okay, and that's just as creepy. Yep. At first, I was like, "This is not," gonna, and then I was like, "You know what? I'm not ha- unhappy about it." And the second one was going to be really cool too. Yeah, actually, I'm looking forward to seeing the second one. I was kind of depressed though. I was like, "Why aren't they going to make it like at least a trilogy? It's just going to be two yeah. movies." Oh. Uh, Thank goodness they're not. You know, the, they're not pulling that cash cow any harder than they are. They could have easily though. That that book is yeah. massive, That's huge. It is you, a huge book. You can kill yeah. people with that book. <laughs> so, you could easily had like you know three book three movies out of it, but I guess they. Didn't want to spend the money on it. Yeah, possibly. All right, John. I rolled a I'll, six. I'll now. I rolled a six. A six. So you get to pick. Uh, 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 the one, the cartoony thing. 
Okay, uh, what distracts the dogs in Pixar's Up? Squirrel. Squirrel is correct. That's five points, Lee. Lee wins. Yay! We win. Everybody Same. wins. And five there's no prize. Five to three. I know. It's um, easy. Always, you know, always play trivia with the guy who's got a half a brain. <laughs> I don't know. That was that. See, John, I tell you, we don't want to do this, to laugh, and you but... do it. I have a good sense of humor about it. That's the reason do. I think John. That's true. Yes. But yes, John. It's just John. One more See, time. John, one more anything. one more time for those that, that weren't listening the first time. Where is uh where is a track room and also where is uh the internet place to go? The internet place to go is skeptrack.org or skeptics.dragoncon.org. Uh, to find my track, we are 204 all the way through 209. Um, that's on the second floor of the Hilton, right? The door to my track is right near where the sky bridge to the Marriott happens. All right. All right. So, um, again, thank you for taking time out of your, your busy, 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 busy schedule. Um, and, um, joining us tonight, Derek. It's oh, no, cause you know. Uh, in a couple of days, I'm going to be going on a vacation to surprise my mom for her birthday because mm-hmm. I didn't have anything else to do with a week and a half left. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, you did. We're good. Yeah, uh, it, was, uh, we're good. it was good timing good. for that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it's perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How dare she have a birthday near near Labor Day? Yeah. Come on, she should have thought of this. Hey, think I've about it. It's really her times, fault. Yeah. It's really her fault. I uh, guess it'd be my grandmother's fault, right? Somebody's. Well, I get. Well, or maybe your grandfather's fault. Never mind. Um. So. (laughs) So. All right. And uh, and please thank your volunteers. Uh, Blank. uh, Thank your AV guy for crying out loud. Um. And uh, those uh, those that are attending Dragon Con, be sure to also thank a volunteer at least once a day. Uh, they are doing the work. So that you don't have to, really. At the end of the day, yes, everybody you see who runs this whole thing, everybody, mm-hmm. and I've heard people like not believe it, but it's very true. None of us, none of us get paid. All the money yeah. that DragonCon make pretty much gets dumped back into the con one way or another. Yep. Why do you think we have like a one for our for one charity donation matching? Because mm-hmm. you know nobody takes all that money. They right. come up with ways to pump it back to the convention. So. None of us get paid, so nope. you know. So exactly. Just, yeah, and we're like, and considering I the mean, size of Dragon kind of is kind of shocking. Except for the directors, the directors make a hundred thousand dollars just for the, those three no. days, right? Stop. Uh, shoot, I <laughs> no, I think. Yeah, did I, you get I, your check? I miss mine. So yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think we get what they call what is it the uh, the incidental check, which is doesn't even color cover the amount of money I have to spend to put on the my drag every year. So yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like. Okay. Well, it's very nice. So it's very nice. So, like, you you pay for my pens and my paper and some copies, and you know, good. (laughs) So, uh, until next time, for Derek and Lee, this is John saying peace. So you. Bye. This has been a production of the Unique Geek. To leave a comment or suggestion, call us at 813-3210-TUG, or email us at thegeeks at theuniquegeek.com. Follow The Geeks on Twitter, at sign, The Unique Geek. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike non-commercial license.